Welcome to Queens Building Castles, the podcast. I'm your host, Courtney. This week, we had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Pauline Morris, who is obviously a doctor, but she has dealings with other organizations that she herself created. I'm not going to talk too much. We're going to go straight into the interview. Here we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you, Miss Courtney. Uh, Miss Courtney and I go back a little bit because um, she had me on her podcast. I had her on my podcast mm -hmm. when I was just starting out last year, um, trying to set up a group for teen uh, moms because I was a teen mom. And uh, before I keep talking, I'll tell you who I am. <laughs> so I'm Pauline Morris. I am a life and career coach. That's my second hat. My first hat is I'm an anesthetist. And the third hat I wear is the one about the teen moms, which is called Star Teen Moms. And that's how I met Miss Courtney. So thank you, Miss Courtney, for allowing me to come on to your podcast. I feel really honored and very blessed to be here with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm so happy that I was on your podcast as well. Now, you didn't really toot your horn how I wanted you to because you you are a doctor, a life and career coach, motivational speaker, and you're a mindful and meditation practitioner. Can you tell us about the um the mindful and meditation practitioner? Okay, I could let's say okay, it started with myself, mm -hmm. really. And um, it started with me trying to find ways to cope with the challenges that were thrown at me as I was uh, growing up. Because as um, I mean, we all have challenges when we're growing up. But yeah, you know, uh, I had my daughter when I was seventeen, mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people thought that they'd have dominion over my life and the life of my child and how that was going to go. And um, I had to find a lot of ways to cope with the negativity that came at me. Right. And one of the ways I did that, I didn't know anything about mindfulness and meditation at the mm -hmm. time, um, but I'm a very spiritual person as well. And I found I got a lot of comfort in sitting still mm -hmm. and reflecting and visualizing on where I am and where I wanted to be. And that took me very far. Um, I didn't do it on my own because I had some amazing women in my life, my grandmother and my mother, very you know, inspirational women. And my, and my group, Olive's Heart, Mind and Moxie um, is actually named after my grandmother. So she played a significant part in, in me developing that way of thinking. As I moved along in life <clears throat> and I started to hone these skills a bit more, and I moved from the West Indies, I'm from Barbados, to the Western world, I started to find a lot more information about this mindful and meditation thing. And I started looking into those methods very much for how I was coping with my life and how I coped with raising a daughter on my own because we were on our own until she was about 16 yeah. uh, before I met my husband. And so, I also wanted to find ways to help her mm -hmm. to stay calm and focused 
um, in, because I, you know, I uprooted her from her home when she was 12. I took her yeah. to this other country. She forgave me eventually. <laughs> <laughs> eventually. Eventually. But, um, you know, so I had to think of ways to help her as mm -hmm. well. And it was all about balancing, balance, because I was uh, training as a doctor. I was studying. I was a single mom. And we didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, I did the cooking and the cleaning and the washing. Of course, right. she had her chores. But, you know, I was father, mother, maid, mm -hmm. uh, cab driver. You know, I had to Everything. do it all. And I had to find ways. And I was doing it all in somebody else's country. Yes. So I had to find ways to cope with that. And as I started reading into these things about mindfulness and meditation, mm -hmm. I started practicing yoga as well. And that helped a lot. And once my life settled down, uh, another 10 years later, <laughs> <laughs> time flies. I decided to, you know what, this is something that uh, really works. And I, and I'm one of those people when something takes my interest, I learn for, I, I go and find the theory behind it. Yes. So I did the um, neuro-linguistic program and mindfulness, pro mindful and med meditation program. And uh, just so I had, you know, like a solid base to go with all the experience and practice that I had. Right. So when people, so when I get clients like me asking me, why does this work? <laughs> I can say something other than, well, it worked for me. Right. So that's how I kind of got into that. And it partnered very well with the coaching um, that I decided to do later on as well. So that's how that came about. Right. And, you know, is I meditate myself. Um, mm -hmm. I promote mental health all the time. I promote meditation, journaling, self-care, all of those things. And I do think they make a difference, especially when you're running a business and you have, mm -hmm. you still have your home life. You still have everything else um, coming at, at, at you. So I think that's something great. And then you did speak about being a life and career coach. And I actually listened to your interview with, um, Dr. Manger. I don't yeah, know Dr. William Manger. Yes. Great guy. Yeah. So if oh, you guys want to know, oh, you're <laughs> welcome. If you guys want to know a little bit more about um Dr. Pauline's background and um becoming a doctor, it was a great podcast to listen to. It is called All About Doctors. And I listened to both parts. And I I the first time we spoke, I did not know that you was in the Middle East. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah. And so it was like, okay. And you, you kind of spoke about um, the obstacles that you had to overcome with being independent and then kind of having to play the back role of um, a minority in a different country and being yeah. a woman. Yeah. Being black, female, and foreign. Yeah. Right, right. And so yeah. you spoke about that. So if you guys want to hear more about that, go listen to All About Doctors. Um, but speaking on that, I found out that you have a program, Doctors Care for Doctors. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about that one. Okay. So again, that, that, um, developed from my own struggles and the struggles mm -hmm. that I saw my colleagues go through. And, um, a lot of people don't re realize what we go through as doctors. They know that we study hard and we, we've got long hours, but mm -hmm. there's a, a lot more to it than that. There's a lot of pressure 
on doctors to um, not just maintain skills. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's the standard in any profession. But there's also this thing about having to do more and show more and be more. And I call it, <laughs> I call it the, the dangling carrot, right? When, yeah. when you go in the olden days, when you wanted the horse to keep going, you dangle a carrot in front of him yeah. and the horse would keep moving towards this carrot, but he'd never reach it, right? right? And um, it's kind of like that. And on top of everything that we have to do, um, you know, care for ourselves, care for our patients, care for our colleagues, mm -hmm. you know, study, do the work. Then there's all this extra stuff that's asked of us, right? Which is okay if you want to do it, right? And, right. and this is this is my thing about doctors caring for doctors. You don't have to do everything to be a good physician, right? Mm -hmm. It's good enough that you're a good doctor. Right. And if you want to do other things, if you want to teach and train, if you want to write papers and do research and, and get publications, those things should not define you as a doctor. And what it does is that it's this constant pressure. So people, people's work-life balance disappear. And, you know, it's this constant struggle on this hamster wheel of just get more, do more, get more, do more. And we're losing fantastic physicians because mm -hmm. they feel as if, you know what, they have to make a choice. Right. Either you live this life constantly on this hamster wheel, uh, you know, leaving your family behind, your friends behind, anything else you wanted to ever do with your life, or you leave medicine. You know, it's very polarized. Yeah. So doctors caring for doctors is not just about coaching doctors and helping doctors find their way through the complexities of medicine mm -hmm. by making career choices that honor their own value and beliefs. It's also about changing this perception in the medical community. Because 50 years ago, where all the doctors were white males, mm -hmm. you know, there were no single fathers, there were no black people, there were no gay people, yeah. you know, this kind of life was all right. There was no hospital administration. Yeah. You didn't have to answer to anybody. So it was okay that you were the manager, the leader, the teacher, the, the, it, it, because there was nobody else to yeah, do it. Yeah, you had to be. You had to do it because there was nobody yeah. else to do it. And quite frankly, most people did it very badly because, you know, teachers trained to be teachers, yes. you know, and, and, and leaders, you know, and, 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 um, researchers do proper research. This whole idea that we must still be the kind of doctor that we were 50 years ago is archaic and it needs to go out the door. So there are two things I'm trying to accomplish. I've got a big vision for this, big vision. Yes. I, I, I want to change how we see ourselves as doctors, mm -hmm. you know, and the change starts with us a little bit by a little bit, like every revolution, you know, it starts yes. at the bottom and, and it, it gets to the up. top. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's what Dr. Scaring for Doctors is about. Right. And um, in that, you also spoke about it being your form of giving back, of giving back, of just you learned to listen and you want to share that listen with others, you know, and I have experienced burnout and I'm, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, mm -hmm. so I can only mm -hmm. imagine having to do this, 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 and you still have to have that home life. You still have to have yeah, that balance. Yeah. Um, and, and it's I, a real struggle. It's a it real is. struggle. It is. Even, you know, with help, it's a struggle. You yeah. know what I mean? And I was very lucky mm -hmm. because um, my husband is is very understanding, but it, it's, it's so polarizing that 
healthcare professionals tend to marry healthcare professionals because if you're not in that, you, you don't understand it. You don't exactly. get it. You don't understand how you could spend 70 hours at work mm -hmm. during the week. And then on the weekend, you still got stuff to do. You still yeah. got stuff to do. <laughs> right yeah so your family and your friends your, your friends get fed up you know they stop mm -hmm. asking you to come out marriages fall apart children don't know their their parents mm -hmm. so you you kind of end up cliquing because you know my parents didn't get it you know right. i came right. home tired and my father was like what do you mean you're well he was my stepfather god bless him he was like what do you mean you're tired because in his mind hard work is is labor yeah manual yeah. labor and I'm not doing manual labor, so why am I tired? You know, the yeah. struggle is real, man. The struggle is. is real. And, and COVID has just, you know, it's just floored. It's just floored mm -hmm. the healthcare. You know, it's just floored us as a, as a community. Um, we needed this before, but we need it even more now. So, yeah, really? giving back is a huge part of it. I've lost colleagues to suicide, wow. right? Now, I, you can always argue that I don't know why they committed suicide, but you know, they're all of them. There were these very type A driven, you know, mm -hmm. really wonderful, you know, and they'd done it all and they were great doctors and they, and they had papers written about them and everybody wanted to work with them. And then, you know, a, a weekend later, we're hearing that they're gone. Right. And it's this, and I'm, sh and I'm positive, And I know from coaching doctors as well, that this is a huge component of it. Spending so much time doing something you don't want to do, something mm -hmm. that you don't actually need to do, which takes you away from what you care about. So your your values, your, the moral injury that's inflicted upon you becomes unbearable. Right. And you manage, you leave, or sometimes it's a really bad end, unfortunately. Yes. So um, with being a life coach and coaching doctors, is tell just tell us the general public what is something that um maybe we can do to help to help you guys um i think the most important thing is to recognize that we're human beings too yes tone of voice and, um <laughs> respect <laughs> demands yeah i have seen people talk to people in, in a very crazy way and it's like you asking this person to pretty much handle your health yeah it's insane yeah i think people forget or they assume mm -hmm. that we don't have the same struggles you know the doctor who forgot to write down your result might have just found out that his child has terminal cancer Right. You know, it, you know, the the doctor who didn't smile at you or talk or you didn't like how they spoke to you, they might have just found out that their partners left them. Yeah. You know, they might be defaulting on their mortgage. They, everything that happens to the rest of the world happens to us, too. But there's this but where it's it's very unforgiving. It's it's almost we're not supposed to bring these things to work with us. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to turn into these cookie cutter robots. Mm -hmm. that can just arrive at the door of the hospital and drop everything yes. that was happening the second we crossed that threshold. And, and we get judged very harshly on it. So, you know, sometimes, I mean, don't get me wrong, you, you'll get bad doctors, you'll get bad nurses, you'll get that in any profession, don't matter yes. where you go, teachers, nurses, binmen, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, 
what and I told you this already I'm a very spiritual person and I believe in the power of energy and mm -hmm. it's one of the things I coach my clients through understanding your own energy and how you use it when you come to a healthcare professional and you're ready for them you know you're you almost got your lawyer at the other end of the phone and you you know and you're, yeah. you're at it and you're ready and you brace yourself it all goes wrong why because you bring that negative energy mm -hmm. with you and I see, I feel it in my own self. When I have a client that, you know, I pull back the curtain, they smile at me, you know, it just, it just changes the whole flavor. Yeah. You know, I don't, before I get a chance to smile at them, they smile at me, you know, and it creates a different atmosphere, a different energy. And when you bring that positive energy, when you bring that openness of your own heart and your mm -hmm. own energy, your experience will be better, even if things don't go to plan. Right. Because things will go wrong no matter what you do, mm -hmm. no matter how many times you do it. You get in your car today, nothing happens. You get in your car tomorrow, you have a little fender bender. You get in the car the next day, you could die in a car crash. Right. right. So things can happen no matter what. We think we have a lot of control over this universe, but we don't. We don't. But, but I think the most important thing I would say to the public is when you look at your doctor, don't just see the title. See that there's a person there as well. Mm -hmm. And that person 99.9999 times is doing their best with what they have at this moment in time. That's Because right. you don't know what that doctor is carrying. I mean, that doctor could have just left another patient and had to tell their family that they were going to die. But the work doesn't end. So I got to move on to the next patient. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and we do bring that with us. We try not to, but we do. So it's not even just about us. It's also about the people we care about. So when I come to you and, I, and I'm not all bright and shiny and my eyes aren't sparkling and dancing, it might be because I've just had to do tell somebody some really horrible news, you know, and one of the nicest things a patient can say to me is, how are you? <laughs> you, know? you don't get asked that often? Not yeah. really. Well, not I'm, really. I'm noting it. I will make sure I ask my <laughs> doctors. I'm not just the doctor, your nurse, your physiotherapist. Office, yes, everyone. You know, everybody, the, mm -hmm. the, the lady who mops the floors around the bed, we're all human beings. And yes, we have a responsibility to you, but we're not infallible. We're not infallible, you know? Right. And you spoke on three important things. You, you spoke on unity and openness, and you also spoke on the law of of attraction and to be a business owner all of those things are important you oh, know yes. if, if you're putting bad energy out you're going to yep. get i see people all the time i'm not getting sales i'm not getting sales i'm not getting sales and you're not going to get sales because <laughs> you're you're looking at it from such a negative yeah. way instead of what can i do to get sales to get um, sales right and, and even if you're not getting the sales you don't will get the sales right don't speak it. Don't, <laughs> don't confirm it don't exactly confirm it. and then with opening openness and unity is so funny because i'm actually working on my um chakras and i pull a card and mm. i will work on whatever i pull for that week and okay. openness and unity is was two of my words um just being one with the world yeah, and yeah. Open. you got to put it out there you got to put it out there and it's 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 just like what you said like sometimes i hear people and they'll go oh i can't believe this happened to me mm -hmm. i'm like why not 
It gotta what why why should it not happen to you? Right. Right? Right. What makes you so special that this this terrible thing can't happen to you? Exactly. Terrible things happen to everybody. It's how you the respond. Difference. Yeah, it's how you respond. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I know there'll be people out there saying, oh, that's easy for you to say you, you don't have cancer. That's easy for you to say um, you haven't lost your home. That's not, yeah, but your fight is your fight and mm-hmm. your struggle is your struggle. And at the end of the day, you, and <laughs> my grandmother used to say this, she used to say, you are not the first and you're not the last. That is true. Whatever it is you are going through, you are not the first, you're not the last. Yes, we're special, but we're also not special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And if if every if all those people can get through it, mm-hmm. why can't you? Exactly. Think about it in that mindset. People before yeah, definitely. Me done it, I want to do it too. So we talked about doctors caring for doctors, and me and you, we met um under Star Team Moms which yeah. of course I was a teen mom um I had Nala when I was 17 and then you were a teen mom and then you felt the need once again to give back which is such <laughs> a great thing um and so with this group you are the ultimate goal of the group and I'm just speaking I believe is to give insight and advice and love and care and respect for the for the younger mothers that's doing it now um tell us yeah. a little bit about that journey for you okay so as as as, as we saw discussed already yeah star teen moms it, and the, you know everything comes from my heart right mm-hmm. <laughs> in your experiences but, yeah it, it all comes from my heart and um it was a very difficult time in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really interesting when I interview um, um, ladies and I've got a couple more coming up later because some people didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, some people had a lot of support um, and I apologize, the fire alarm went off in our building and it's just- Oh, you're fine. <laughs> crazy, so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so what that came about is, again, uh, it's funny how things, you know, about two years ago, when I moved to Qatar, I um, one of the reasons I moved to Qatar was I had I had a I was starting to struggle at my last job a little bit, and part of that was around me wanting to um, do more, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a good doctor. <laughs> um, but this is something I wanted to do, and it was really difficult to fit it in. And when I came to Qatar. Um, I had a a very supportive um, boss who encouraged me to do this. And I have to give my son-in-law, Pierre, credit for this as well, because he sort of steered me down the right path. And, you know, you can always learn from anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, he's my son by age, but, you know, he guided me on this. So I decided to do an MBA. And um, everybody kept saying to me, what are you going to do with this MBA? What are you going to do with this MBA? And I had no idea. (laughs) You just knew (laughs) I just knew I wanted to do it. So mm-hmm. I did it and um, I finished it. I completed it and um, I did very well with it. And I was sitting there, sitting on the couch. And this happens to me a lot. I was just sitting there and I think I told you this. And I was like, yeah, what am I going to do with this MBA? And then I thought, oh, I know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to use the stuff I learned in there to get my message out there. hmm 
I this this is all of these things are things I wanted to do before, but I somehow didn't know where to start, how to do right. it, how to put it together. And I'm not saying it all came to me in a nice little package. I'm you know any entrepreneur will tell you twenty years down the road they they still skid on their feet, right? Right. So. But it sort of came to me, you want to do this thing, you want to help doctors, you want to help teen moms, and you want to help people who, and the, the phrase I use are held hostage, it's an umbrella term, mm. you're held hostage by the belief you're not good enough, mm. right? The doctors he, who keep doing more and more and more, it's because they believe they're not good enough. The, the teenage moms who get dragged down because of this one thing that happened in their life, it's because they think they're no longer good enough. So all of a sudden it sort of came to me, you, you need to take this and run with it. So star teen moms, and it's a bit of a, a play on words because it's star, star, like the star, and teen moms are starting as in you are starting. This is not your end, this right. is your start, right? So it's star teen moms. And I started this group because I wanted to give young ladies a safe place so that they could come and they could say what they wanna say, they can vent, they can get advice. And the most beautiful thing happened. I met people like you, right? <laughs> you. That was never my intention. Right. But all of a sudden, oh, I've got goosebumps talking about it. I got all this love coming at me. Oh, what you're doing is amazing. This is mm -hmm. great. I want to be a part of it. Um, I want to join your group. I want to be a mentor. I want to, you know, help these young ladies too. And that happened completely organically. I didn't go out looking for this. Mm -hmm. And it is, and every time I, I, I step into the group and I see these beautiful faces, I'm so happy because it, it tells me that, that, you know, when you have the intention, the universe will, will bring it to yes. you. It, it will help you. And now I've got this wonderful resource. I mean, the ladies we've got in the group, they are amazing. We've got all kinds of people in the group with all kinds of stories that, you know what, again, I've got another big vision for this. <laughs> this is gonna be a massive thing. It's gonna be a charity that we're gonna be able to take out into the world. Mm -hmm. So the young girls can cannot feel the way that I felt, you right. know, the way that many of, our, our our girls in the group felt mm -hmm. so that they can be empowered you know they can they can take the what's in them and be supported to become the woman and the mother that they not just can be but should be mm -hmm. so that that that's me and starting moms <laughs> i love it i go on and on and on when i talk about it i know I'm no sorry. it's a it's a great mission both of them you know because when we think about doctors, like you say, a lot of times we don't think of them as humans, as people that have these lives beyond um, what we see. And then mm. you kind of have the TV shows and movies that kind of, <laughs> yes, they enhance that. They make don't it, help. At all. They make it seem like, well, this is what they want to do. Their, their relationships yeah. in there, their whole life is there. And yeah. they don't really show doctors balance it you know, no. or get help for themselves. They'll show them no. crying in the back mm -hmm. room. So yeah, so both of these are, are just great, great, great missions. And I'm just going to continue to support you. Oh, thank well, you, baby. That's so sweet. You're thank welcome. you. I really appreciate it. So to wrap up, um, if you had, don't give me the typical advice, like don't <laughs> stop. But if you have one thing to tell everyone that's just starting out and they really just feel stagnant, what would you tell them? 
that's a tough one because I don't think I can come up with just one thing. I'll be honest. I, I don't have a, a, a catch-all phrase for that. Right. But everything I do is based around the premise of your heart, your mind, and your moxie, right? Yes. Your heart is what you value. Your heart is your spirit. You need to honor your values. And by honoring your values, you feed your spirit, right? Mm -hmm. you, you have to, and your heart needs to be open. Mm -hmm. You need to be brave. You need to be vulnerable. And you, you need to, to speak out and speak up. And you have to be willing to take what comes at you. Because sometimes it will be negative. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But I can tell you from my own personal experience that when you open your heart, you cannot fill it with what comes to you. And the more you put in it, the more it comes. It's, it's, it has no boundaries, right? But you got to honor yourself and you've got to honor the universe around you. That's your heart then there's your mind right and i suppose the catchphrase i could come up for that would be the only mindset that matters is yours mm. it really doesn't matter what anybody else is thinking i'm not saying that you you're disrespectful to people and you don't take feedback and you don't take advice and you just do your own thing that's not what i'm saying at all what i'm saying is you take the power of your mind right and you feed that, right? You do the things that bring you joy. And the things that bring you joy shouldn't be things that hurt other people, right? right? So you do the things, you, you get the energy sappers out of your life. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things I coach the doctors on. You know, if, if, if you're not a person who, who wants to do research, doing research will drain you yes, right to will. the bone, right? So don't do it. If you like to teach, you enjoy interacting and teaching, go do that because that energizes you. And when you're energized, it feeds your mind. Mm -hmm. And when you feed your mind the right way, that's when you can start using your moxie because that's where you start visualizing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have got everything you need now. You've honored yourself. Your spirit is happy. You're full of energy. Your mind is where it needs to be. So you can now see the way forward. You can now see where it is that you want to be. You're no longer clouded and confused. That clarity comes to you. And I think that's what happened to me that day when I was sitting on the sofa. The clarity came to me yes. because my mind was in the right place. My energy, I did something I wanted to do. I honored myself. I respected the universe. I opened my heart and it came to me. This is what I want to do. I want to help teen moms. I want to help coach doctors. I want to let people know that they are good enough. I, that's what I want to do. And that's when you visualize what you want and that's how you start to realize your future, right? So unfortunately, I didn't have <laughs> one thing. Right. But what you process. have is great, right. <laughs> it's a process. And you use that process. I use that process in starting up my business. I use that process in coaching. I use that process in my own, own life. It's infallible. What's fallible is us because we're human. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes you close your heart. Sometimes you, you find yourself wrapped up in things that you shouldn't be wrapped up in. Sometimes you can't see your way, right? Mm -hmm. But that's because these things haven't all lined up for you. No path is straight, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it'll be uphill and sometimes it'll be an easy slide, but, and we lose focus sometimes and we get confused by the bright, shiny things. But if we, we, we maintain those three thought process, well, those three spirit processes, mm -hmm. right? You take care of your body. You do that. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean I don't drink a glass of wine, drink coffee and eat chocolate yeah. cake, right? I do all them things too. But, you know, everything in moderation, you know, right. have a little bit of exercise. You, you don't have to be a bodybuilder. You can just go out walking. You know, if you have a glass of wine, don't have the whole bottle. If you have a slice <laughs> of cake, don't have a cake tomorrow. Right. You know, it's all about... You know, it's all about, and it's about accepting, accepting who you are and mm -hmm. celebrating that and not waiting for the next thing. You know, I was always waiting to accomplish the next thing to feel good about myself. Oh, well, when I pass this exam, I'll feel good. When I get that job, I'll feel good. Mm -hmm. When I do this, I'll feel good. No, 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 no. You got to celebrate yourself first. When mm -hmm. you celebrate yourself, you can magnify your focus. When you magnify your focus, that's when you can visualize your future. Absolutely. So before we wrap up, do you have any social media handles you want to give out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for like Star Teen Moms, that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. So if you put Star Teen Moms, you'll find us on Facebook. My um, Doctors Caring for Doctors, that's the handle. And you'll mm -hmm. find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And okay. we've got a website as well. And um, for um, my community, I've got Heart, Mind, and Moxie, and we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There's a website, so if you put in at Heart, Mind, and Moxie, you'll find us that way. And um, on all of my platforms, um, you've got access to free tools and resources and gifts. And if and if for any reason you're not sure what to do, you know you can email me through any of the platforms, and I will send you something uh, to make you feel better. <laughs> Because that's all I want to do. You know, yes. I want to make people feel better. So I got some free stuff for you that will help you, you know, show you what my process is and how mm -hmm. we can help you. So, yeah, anytime you're ready, I'm here for you. Thank you so much, Dr. Pa Pauline. You're very welcome. I appreciate you taking the time and giving me back. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much for the opportunity to share my message. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So you guys just heard Dr. Pauline Morris, and she was just speaking on various things. But what I pulled from her interview was heart, mind, and moxie. And um, I want to give you the definition of moxie because I know everyone's not familiar with the word. Moxie means energy, determination, know-how, and courage. And it goes hand-in-hand hand with having a business. And I believe these three, three things will be very important when deciding what your company mission is. You cannot have a business without any of these things. You, you need to know why you want to do it. Who are you serving? Um, is there any helping involved? That type of things. Are you giving back to the community? You know, you want to be more than just a, a donut shop. 
You want to be a staple in the community that you work in, that you are a part of. And I think going forward and having a business, this is something everybody should take with them. Having a business gives you freedom and it should bring you happiness. So just make sure that as much as you're pouring into your business, make sure that you're pouring into yourself as well. Take the time to meditate, to spend time with yourself and make sure you're okay. Um, Dr. Pauline talked about burnout and feeling unappreciated and being overworked. And having a business, this can happen and it can happen quickly. Make sure you know the signs and make sure that you are taking the time for yourself. And that goes hand in hand with heart, mind, and moxie. Make sure that your spirit is being fed with what you choose to do. Make sure your body um, is getting the proper rest, you're eating right, you're exercising. Um, you're taking those moments to recharge because having a business is an uphill battle. We all know it and I'm rooting for everyone. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to Queens Building Castles, the podcast. I'll see you next week.